2: Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go, Arnie. Let's go. Game week, huh? How about this, Kyle? Well, we, in of course, we had a handful of games on Saturday. Very small handful.
3: <sighs> Very, but but still, we we had college football. Can I compliment games. you right off the bat, uh, ladies I, and I, gentlemen? Listen to the voice. Listen to the voice of Chris Plank. Side to it, y- y- you sound happy. You sound excited. I I, I got to give it to you. I I, I thought you were going to be bummed out today. Why would I be bummed out, Arnie? Spanier, do tell. Well, I, I thought you'd be bummed out because FAU beat Oklahoma 43-37. Oh, wait, that's oh. next week. Oh, geez, my bad. I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, continue then. That's why you're not bummed out. I'm sorry. My bad.
2: Arnie, you're going to pick Army to beat Oklahoma. You're going to pick UCLA to <laughs> beat Oklahoma. You're going to pick Iowa State
3: to beat oh, Oklahoma. Oh, come on. Come on. You're, you're, you're no, going to get a the nervous. points. But you no, if you can name oh, how about this? Without I have Googling. it in front of me, so don't even say if you can name anybody. because don't you think I'm smart enough to know that that's what you were gonna do? So I who's, pulled who's up the, the the thing in front of me. You think I'm that stupid to that? Who's I was doing do my research back? on the game.
2: Name oh, the starting running running, back. I'm there you go. I'll yeah, let you
3: God, don't mess. by the way, he's there. he's pretty damn good, also. And I know you know his name because he's going to be you're going to be seeing the back of his jersey when he runs through Oklahoma. Don't make me jump on you right off the bat. I was trying to be nice and compliment you, and this is what I get. I, you know, come on now. Here's the thing.
2: As yeah. we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, all you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Yeah. You're a firm believer in there's yeah. no money in being right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've come to that conclusion. <laughs> it's the Colin Cowherd School of Sports Radio. There's no money in being right. So you just jump all over the team that you think is going to fire me up. Arnie, you may be right. Oklahoma may lose. But then again, I think they're going to put half a hundred on him. And I Woo. think I'll be sitting back Woo. laughing next week when Woo. you come on here And say, I don't know, Chip Kelly, UCLA. I'm thinking they're going to beat the Sooners, and then in Week Three, Iowa State beat you last year. You got to go there. They're going to. I'm just, I'm, I'm used to it. I, I'm, I'm kind of numb
3: to it. So,
4: wow. Go ahead. And you know what? This is the first pick. time. By the
3: way, I want you to know this is the first time in a long time I, I feel like my Arizona Wildcats not only up to par, but man, I'd love to play Oklahoma this year. Oh yes, thank you. Woo! I love a I get- piece of you guys this year. Yeah,
2: I, I like Arizona, too. Yeah, I but bet you I mean, do. I don't understand pay, yes. why you have to go from 0 to 100, yeah. you know? <laughs> why Why can't you just it's slowly but football, surely get back into the mix a bit, no. maybe play for a Pac-12 no. title? But it's no. like you come out, we want Bama, man. Bring yeah. on Oklahoma better than everybody. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get to our college football picks yeah. because... We have a full slate of games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The college football world has done an incredible job, I think, over the last four to five to six years, Arnie, and maybe more specifically the last four years, in really making week one matter. I don't think we have the bevy of incredible matchups that we had last year or the year before, but man, the first couple of weeks of the college football season, you might have one or two big matchups, and basically everyone was waiting towards conference season. Not anymore, and I don't know if it's a credit to the four-team playoff, I don't know if it's teams just scheduling up, but damn, Arnie, we got good matchups in week one, and I don't know how how this has happened, but
3: it's consistently now happening every year. What do you make of this week zero, then? I mean, that was that part of the opening? Because that that kind of, I don't want to say put a damper on things, but... I, that that was it that's like getting the salad uh with very little bit of dressing on it and it's just a bunch of those big red tomatoes and very little lettuce and it's soggy whatever's there i I didn't. you gotta give me more than that you know what I'm talking about Chris I really I, I don't again.
2: I don't know what these deals look like that that they played out with some of these kickoff classics. But I kind of wish you could have gave me something a little bit more than say Colorado State and Hawaii. Though that was a hell of a game, and you yeah, ended up it was, having yeah, a, yeah. a dude on the losing team throw for 537 yards. But still, you know, maybe push Michigan if if this week matters to you. If this is going to become a week zero, you mentioned zero week in, in high school football. It's huge. Zero week is. Right. Are we gonna make it something or is it just gonna be like you mentioned the soggy lettuce, the uh the, the croutons and maybe have been out a little well, bit I too like long? Croutons.
3: Well, that's still okay even if it's been out too long. The
2: cold okay. soup. But hey, okay, so since you jumped on me and Oklahoma's already lost to Florida Atlantic, um Well don't make me
3: say you're gonna go 0 and two and lose to UCLA also. I don't but no, I, no, If you, you went 0 and two, I, I mean, don't think I could work with you. You're gonna be so bummed out. Well uh I think I'll be fine,
2: but uh, again I, we're not going to go 0 and two so i I need to understand something as we yeah. come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports radio Studios earlier tonight uh probably around the midpoint of the first quarter of the Dallas Cowboys game against the Arizona Cardinals you tweeted out the Cowboys are going to be awful going to be a long year six and ten yeah now. I I do realize that you could be right, and I don't necessarily disagree with you. But please tell me you're not throwing any of it based on what you saw tonight,
3: are you? No, I was just kind of just rubbing that part in also. Uh, to the Cowboy fans, because I I thought about that even uh, last week or the week before that. I don't think oh, Dak yeah. Prescott is is getting back to the same level he was a couple of uh, years ago. And, and plus, uh, with the Giants going to fight it out for the division, along with the Eagles, there's no place for the Cowboys in that division, that's for sure.
2: Well, and I just, I was wanting to make sure because the timing of it Arnie seemed like maybe you saw something from Cooper Rush or whoever that dude was that tried to <laughs> jump over Patrick <laughs> Peterson what the hell I thought you saw something from those guys oh you're done but you're not necessarily saying anything you saw from tonight this is kind of how you felt about them since we previewed the NFC East about seven yeah, weeks. I, no right? I had him in,
3: yeah I had him in third place I was gonna put him I think at seven and nine but I, I figure six and ten would kind of rattle the, the Cowboy fans' cage and, and probably more of a, uh, a spot-on prediction. I, I don't think it's going to be a good year for them. And, and you know what? I don't think it's going to be that great of a year for Ezekiel Elliott either. Well, as we roll on here on a busy
2: night recapping week three of the exhibition season, Arnie, I don't want to beat around the bush. I know we got college football coming up later in the show. We're going to preview the NFC West to kick off our second hour of the program. We'll probably be sprinkling in picks throughout the night for college football and a couple of key guys to watch, USC, Nebraska, both naming starting quarterbacks, both naming true freshmen. It's kind of been a trend if, if you look across college football. But, man, I want to get right into the NFL. And I'm I'm really souring on the preseason, the free season, if you will. But what have we learned, Arnie? What have we learned outside of the Cowboys going six and ten? over the last three weeks of the preseason that can carry over to the regular season? What What's some things that's really caught your attention?
3: Well, you, you know what? I, I, it's some of the quarterback play, some of the really good quarterback play, and some of the really bad quarterback play. Um, I don't think that Teddy Bridgewater can be sitting on the bench. I, I think he's a good uh, insurance policy. I've got to assume, like, Denver or somebody is going to go ahead and, and, and take a shot at him. Also, what a terrible injury to Marquise Lee. Um, now you got to go ahead and go out and get get a wide receiver, or the Patriots also have to get a wide receiver. I'm thinking, why is Des Bryant still not not signed? And you know what? I think the rookie quarterbacks have done a much better job uh, in the preseason than I think they were going to do. All all four or five of them actually. Lamar Jackson have a, a pretty good game too against the Dolphins, but who doesn't have a good game against the Dolphins? Um, oh, so so you. you know, I, I, that that's kind of surprised me through the first three weeks of the preseason. I'll tell you, I even texted you yesterday while I was watching the
2: games throughout the afternoon. And the quarterback play is something that really stung me. I mean, again, there some great moments. Big Ben looked incredible yesterday for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So did EY. Yes, Eli Manning looked really good. Jameis Winston has looked really good All in the pre- preseason, yeah. Oh, I they, they but yet it's I don't know if it's just there's been some guys that have stepped up or if it's just the backups. I mean I've been trying to really I've looked at numbers, I've I've talked to myself in my car to try to figure this out <laughs> while I'm driving around. I, my kids think I'm crazy. But do we have a quarterback problem in the NFL right now from at least a depth perspective, Arnie? Because it just doesn't seem, when you drop to number two outside of Chicago and Chase Daniel, you're dropping. It's not like some significant little fall off and you're bringing in your backup. It's like a meteoric drop. That's what I've caught the last couple of weeks is we have a really, really bad backup quarterback situation in the NFL, and I don't know if it's just backups
3: or if it's creeping into the starters as well, too. Well, I think some of it has to do with money. I mean, take a look at the New England Patriots. Sure, they would have loved to have Jimmy Garoppolo sitting on the bench just in case something happened to Tom Brady. But uh this was going to be the year that they'd have to franchise tag him. And you can't have a $20 million backup sitting on the bench doing nothing. So, you know, it's got to the point where the quarterbacks are paid so much that you've got to invest fully in one starting quarterback and just have a regular backup that's not going to get a lot of money. Fortunately for the Eagles, it was somebody like Nick Foles, but... He's not looked good in the preseason also, but I think, I think a lot of it has to do with money. Am I, am I on the right trail there? No, no I, no, I think, I,
2: you know what? I, as I wish you were in the car when I'm sitting around talking to myself about this, because that's a good point. You can't invest a lot of money in your backup quarterback situation. I mean, the, the Bears had it last year where they, they drafted Mitch Trubisky high after paying a lot of money to Mike Glennon. Well, that didn't last very long. They gave Trubisky the, the keys to the car. They moved on from Glennon and now he's like the 18th string quarterback in Arizona right now. But you're right. I mean, I'm, I was thinking about Bridgewater. I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a market for him oh, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Maybe, to maybe, maybe Denver. May, did you see what's going on in Oakland with their backup quarterback situation? <laughs> maybe Oakland. I'm watching Robert Griffin the third the other day. Listen, they're not cutting Lamar Jackson. RG3 is going to be looking for a job. Maybe a place like Miami. Look, Seattle needs a backup quarterback badly right now, especially with as much as Russell Wilson puts his body on the line. So... I just I don't know if it's that you've seen a select few guys that have stepped up or if we've just had eroding quarterback play. Now, with that somewhat figured out, I'd love to hear from you guys on that, what you caught, what's caught your eye, what stood out. You can hit us up on Twitter. Arnie is at Genius one I'm at Plank Show. Everybody should be following
3: us at Fox Sports Radio. It's already rolling in, of course. And what about what you said to me last week with such attitude? I see Uh-oh. you've kind of skipped over that also this week, right, Chris? When Which, I said, "What, what I have attitude?" Well, God, don't, don't tell me you don't remember when I said, "Hey, uh, you know what's going on with the Raiders? Are they going to trade Khalil? They're not going to trade. Listen, Kahlil they're not. Mack.
2: This is Arnie. Don't get me triggered, okay? We're twelve but, minutes into the show. I, well, I I
3: sent right? you the article that what didn't didn't I send you the article that said four teams really interested in him, or Am I wrong on that? Thirty-one
2: teams are very interested <laughs> in Khalil Mack. Listen, okay. I here here's what we're gonna do yeah. is we're gonna we're gonna get into this. Okay, okay. I'm just All telling right. you guys. I get triggered when I talk about this. I get angry. I yell. I throw I things. Sent to the article. Le, okay, listen. That article is like the, the dumbest thing I've ever read in my life. No offense to you. No offense to Mike Florio. No offense wow. to anyone who wow. for some. All right, here's what's happened. All right, here's what's happened with Khalil Mack. We've read every story and article we can have on Le'Veon Bell holding on because we're in year three of a Le'Veon Bell holdout. We've written every article and had every story about Aaron Donald because this is year two of an Aaron Donald holdout. And, oh, by the way, we're in week three of his record-breaking contract being signed this week. This is the first year of a Khalil Mack holdout, and nobody's saying anything, so we gotta make a lot of stuff up. And that's what's happening right now. Agents are chirping at Florio. You notice who's not really saying anything? The guys who usually know. The Jay Glazers of the world. Right. The Adam Schefters. The uh, uh who's the guy that makes stuff up that actually has been kind of hot recently on CB. Oh, Ian Rappaport. I mean these <laughs> I'm kidding rap. But the- yeah. these guys aren't reporting anything. Why? Because there's nothing going on. Why would you trade a guy that is guaranteed to be with you for at the very least the next three years? He's on a fifth year option this year. You right. can franchise tag him two years years he gonna sit out and not make 14 million dollars go for it bro but they are not trading him period into discussion boy are you testing now wow i told you i was waiting on this i thought you know i'll wait (laughs) i'll get a couple of waters in me maybe a green tea so i can calm myself down Uh, but damn it it's just it's enraging right now because arnie it doesn't make
3: any sense and i get it oh it's the raiders they do dumb stuff really okay well this is a new era this is yeah but you have heard it. about the money and that do the raiders really have the money and you got to put it in the escrow account and but you are right they can go ahead and string him along for the next couple of years but that doesn't mean he's got to come into camp and and really not a lot See, of what, talk yeah. come out you know coming out of the raiders side of this
2: they're not going to correct you that that's the whole issue right now the raiders aren't going to have a situation where they're going to come out and say sorry you're wrong if <laughs> again that's just that's not the way they are i'll do it for them it's the greatest waste of your time and a print space on the planet and you know what if aaron donald signs this year great but we did the same thing with aaron donald last year oh my gosh the rams have to do something he wants to be traded he's not showing up he might miss games where was he in week one right there on the field the same thing will happen with mac they won't trade him why would you trade him now anyway right make him play this year if he doesn't want to play good sit out if you're gonna trade him, wait till this off season. I don't.
3: Ooh, I'm sorry. I got. Whew. I got to calm down. See, why'd you do this? I and told you we could wait on this. By the way, Ernie wants me to make the 2020 prediction of Oklahoma against Tennessee. So I, I have to. Do that. 2020's going ahead. Too. How'd that work for you last time, Ernie?
2: All right. Now, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, I'm gonna take a deep breath. There's a story that Arnie Fields has been put to bed a little bit too quickly. We'll dive into it. We'll start our college football picks. We'll preview the NFC West as well. It's a busy night with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. What story has stopped and it's shocked the stinking genius? That's a lot of S's. Yep. I had to go really wow. slow. There. We're brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Grainger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, before we go any further, and I, I probably should have led with this, But I just wanted to throw out to all of our friends that listen in the Jacksonville area. Yes. uh, Obviously, our thoughts and our well wishes are with you. What a horrific event tonight. Uh, Again, just you wonder where you're safe and where you can be safe sometimes. So uh, thinking of you all, uh, hopefully we can find some sort of calm in this senseless tragedy and just a horrible story out of Jacksonville uh much earlier this afternoon. Yeah. I'm telling you what that video that came out oh mm. that's just that that's hard to see. So uh, anyway, just thinking of you guys Amen in Jacksonville tonight. Now, uh before we get to what I I got to admit, I kind of agree with you and disagree to a certain extent. Oh, I thought the, you were uh, going to
3: read the uh tweet from Eddie that says Plank sounds like he'd be easily triggered tonight. I'd insult his Raiders and tell me Bronco ran off with his wife. and
2: <laughs> <laughs> You obviously don't know how much I'm fighting my wife right now. You can have <laughs> um, I actually was going to go with what Sooner Mike sent, who said, have Arizona do something, Arnie, like make the playoffs. Then Oklahoma can send them home. Yeah, I mean, wow. the playoffs. Be a nice place for you guys to actually show up. And then, listen, I, I like these two tweets because it kind of shows you the fracture. Uh, the the schism, if you will, in the nation. Anthony writes, Mark Davis is a disgrace and the worst owner in sports, a spoiled trust fund scumbag that is running the franchise into wow. the ground and needs to be forced to sell to Vegas billionaire Sheldon Adelson, who is paying for the Las Vegas stadium. Hashtag greater nation. That's the, the,
3: the, Sheldon Adelson's the super billionaire guy, right? Oh, yeah. He's he loaded.
2: Uh, and then there was uh, <laughs> then he is loaded. So he has, then, he owes all the money except the $10 of in my pocket, then, I guess. Right? Basically that. And yeah. I only have three in mind, okay. so together well, we, we're, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then Mark writes, Davis is so broke with no money, even con man stinking genius is more liquid than him. Wow. Your Raiders are so screwed
3: as long as he owns that
2: once so, proud squad. So,
3: you know, those, just, those tweets alone... Um You know, there are we're, just two of the millions of rumors or two of the millions of tweets that come in about the rumors that they don't have the money or want to give the money to Khalil Mack. But you're not buying into that, right?
2: I'm not buying into that yeah. at
3: all. They have money. I mean, you all act like Mark
2: Davis runs down to Western Union on payday and <laughs> praise that his <laughs> checks clear. Give me a break. All right. Uh, We'll get to more of that, as we mentioned, our NFC West preview coming up in about 36 minutes from now. You can hear Arnie S. all over the Seattle Seahawks, which I'm sure is coming up uh, at the top of the hour. But Arnie, kind of interesting, because one of the biggest stories in sports this past month, if you will, and going back into mid-July, came to a pretty abrupt conclusion, and you were kind of surprised that there wasn't more fallout from Ohio State. Uh, is, is that nationally? What kind of caught your ear or eye about this thing seemingly coming
3: to a bit of an abrupt end? Well, the the, the news, well, first of all, the original uh, uh, apology came out on Wednesday. I was mm-hmm. filling in for JT on Friday with Tom Looney. So, uh, you know, I'm getting ready for the show, and yeah, I, I really had really straight feelings on this. I, I lost all respect for Urban Meyer Um, I'm like, you know what, I hope they lose every game. And, you know, just the the normal feelings uh, after I heard that that press conference. And then, of course, he got the do-over, which some people call the, what, the Friday news dump. Uh, What (laughs) was it, 5 o'clock Pacific time? Very late on a Friday, yeah. Late on a Friday, which I was filling in for JT, and we were going on 8 o'clock Eastern. So we, we get a hold of the news, I think it was actually before we went on, and I actually bought into it. I'm like, you know what? It, it, it felt like it, it came from the heart, it, like it was heartfelt. It, it it made me feel better about him. It made me feel not as angry. And I know people are like, oh, you bought into that. He should have apologized right away. You know, I'm not, not going to hold the guy 24 hours, 48 hours. I really believed he felt bad about it. Um, I was just surprised that it, it's kind of now on the back burner unless that it's going to be picked back up by Monday, because the Monday through Friday host have not got to it. So it just seems like it's real quiet right now out there about the whole situation.
2: Yeah, and i I got to admit, when, when this first went down, I guess you could say, with the decision, I think I'm, my, my week was all screwed up. So I think it was, what, Monday, whenever the announcement came out from Ohio State, maybe it was Tuesday. I, I kind of... I gotta admit, Arnie, I, I know this isn't very. It was Wednesday? Sports yeah, radio. Yeah. yeah, Wednesday. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I kind of tapped out. I, I thought, you know what? I don't think this is gonna go well on social media or over the airway, so I'm gonna take a little social media break tonight. And, uh, yeah, I, I was able to kind of enjoy life. And then that next morning when I started reading everything and I saw what, the, the press conference, which again, even the most ardent Urban Meyer or Ohio State fan has to believe that was about as smug as you could possibly come across. And I realized they may have hit their discipline right on the button because both sides are mad. And usually whenever you get both sides mad, Ohio State fans are mad. They think the president came and gave him three games when no one else wanted to because nothing had happened, and Urban Meyer and Meyer never believed that there was abuse in this to begin with. And that's why they were so short, and he shouldn't have been suspended at all. The, well, the you rest thought of the country, they were going to
3: get four games, so you were pretty much I right did. on it. Yeah, yeah.
2: It, I, I believe that, and I, you know, I, I, I was kind of a little bit surprised that it was three, that you'd almost talk me out of four, yeah. to be honest with you. But then there was the other side. As they read through it, they came across uh, seeing some of that arrogance and maybe what looked to be a little bit more of the old, what, Roger Clemens when he said, I think he misremembered. Right. You know, you have all these phrases we've used throughout time for forgetting things. Then you have the national media that kind of jumped at it and said, boy, this doesn't seem right. Uh, so I kind of think they hit it on the head. But man, Arnie, if there is any other shoe to drop in this,
3: I mean that's that's it for did urban meyer did you change to ohio your mind state. after friday did you feel better for urban meyer or you still were as mad as ever uh, after friday I, I thought that the apology
2: was sincere i'll tell you what came across to me and maybe maybe again maybe so, i read it differently i've listened to a lot of different shows i've listened to the, the podcast out of ohio state i've listened to all of our shows foxsportsradio.com i don't think shelly and urban meyer ever believed that Courtney Smith was actually being abused whenever I first read it and I first went through it. So that's why whenever it came across like it did in that first press conference, Arnie, I wasn't too terribly surprised. But then when he apologized, and that kind of changed right. things for me a little bit. I'm like, okay, maybe it was just a dude in the moment that didn't really know how to handle it. He had gone through a lot. I'm not sitting here boo-hooing for Urban Meyer, but that's not the easiest situation. So I'm willing to give him a pass on the initial thing. I wish it could have been a little bit more sincere than say breaking out your iPhone and writing it on a notepad. Yeah, but again, it's twenty. It's twenty. Eighteen. So who am I to judge how you decide to get your message? Would you there? want to type double spaces? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I wanted to have proper AP style. Yeah. I wanted the Oxford comma in there. I did not like the way he. But no, in all sincerity, uh, I don't think this is going to be over. I I don't think that. I don't think that Zach Smith is going to keep quiet now. He seemed to be pretty mad about the way that he was interviewed, and I don't know what's next for Courtney Smith. We haven't really heard from her side or her attorney yet. So I don't know if this is over or not, Arnie, but I guess for some the fans in Ohio State, you can at least get back to football. I mean, I right. always kind of and, feel and that's dirty Right, that's what it's that. going to be
3: about because the first two games probably should be blocked with Oregon State and Rutgers. Then they go right. on the road against TCU.
1: That's, that's the whole different.
3: That, yeah, that's in Dallas. So that's – well, no, not really neutral, Cybers are playing right. in Jerry's world, but whatever. That, that's going to be the tough one out there, so I, I think that's going to make the difference.
2: All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, got a lot of
3: tweets to get to. But, Arnie, let's dive into some college football prognostications. But first, uh, wait, Are you going to get mad uh-oh. when Oklahoma loses like four or five games this year? Is that what's going to happen? Sure,
2: yeah, I'm going to be outraged. All right, wow, uh, you is-
3: don't believe me. No,
2: I don't believe you. Steve the wow. Sager is rolling in to Who give us all the latest. Never on told what's me going he was
3: taking all that time off. He should owe an apology to Sager. <laughs>
4: Money where his mouth is, Chris. Wow! <laughs> Five wow! The losses this year. Yeah. Eh, I'm not yeah, kidding about that. We're okay. due. Yeah, yeah, we're due. <laughs> Yeah, well, you are, too, but that doesn't mean... <laughs> anyway, the Yankees yeah. won at Baltimore tonight. That's why I'm the stinking genius. Go ahead. Oh, well, you're half right. 5-3, Yankees winner, and they've won eight of their last nine games. Yankees only six games behind Boston in the AL East. Rookie of the year candidate, third baseman for New York, Miguel Andujar. Three more hits, he's batting 3-0-3. Red Sox have lost six of their last eight. They lost at Tampa Bay, 9-1 today. Eight straight wins for the Rays.
3: So what's the biggest call you're going to to start looking that up. What is it, 13 games coming from behind, the, the Yankees against the Red Sox or what?
4: Yeah, also Seattle and the Angels was about Ooh. that much Ooh. about 20 years ago when Randy Ooh. Johnson was with the Mariners. Still taking the cake, though, is when Gene Mock was the Phillies manager in the 60s, and I think it was the last week or two, and six or six-and-a-half games they gagged at the end. So we're... And the
3: Mets, uh, I don't know what year that was, against the uh, making up all that grunt against the Cubs, I believe, with the Black Cat and all that.
4: Oh, okay, Ron yeah. Santo era. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Yeah, Cubbies of '69. Uh, as far as these Cubs, they do have the best record in the National League, and they beat Cincinnati 9 nothing today. The Reds have lost five in a row. Cubs are four games up on St. Louis in the NL Central, 4.5 over Milwaukee. The Milwaukee victory today was 7-4 against Pittsburgh. St. Louis got a 12-3 win at Colorado. Arizona and the Dodgers each won. Atlanta and Philadelphia each won. Honolulu took the Little League World Series, 3 yeah. nothing over Seoul, South Korea. The golf winner was Bryson DeChambeau by four strokes, Starting the PGA Tours postseason in New Jersey this weekend, Adam Scott finished six back. Tiger Woods tied for 40th place, 14 shots back. And the exhibition in the NFL at Dallas tonight, that was some exhibition. Oof. of something. Arizona 27-3 to the final over the Cowboys who sat Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott and had three injured linemen sat linebacker Sean Lee. Cowboys committed five turnovers just in the first half. I'm playing next week. Eight turnovers. You could have played tonight. Eight turnovers <laughs> total in this game. 27-3 Cardinals. Back to you.
2: As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? (gasps) means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago with Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Eric Roberts, our producer. Bobo on the wheels of steel. Sager on an update. So rejoin us coming up here in just a bit to recap more of this busy day. Oh, what a truck rakes. I know you guys were all in on on that. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Here's here's what's interesting to me, And, and I want to get to college football picks. We see you, Ian. We'll get to it. But I am just. I love football. I wait for this all year long, but I don't know what I expected in the exhibition preseason, but, man, this is... uh is this the most we've ever seen starters get rested? I don't every so often you have teams that at least by the 3rd game their quarterbacks, their starters playing a half. I mean, have the Rams starters even stepped on the field so far this preseason the Packers yeah. set everyone on Friday night uh the Cowboys the, the Bears. I saw
3: Jonas losing his mind. He's talking about getting triggered. Yeah, but Jonas you, know what, did. you know and I know we make fun of this though, but you know, let's let's be serious for a second here. Marquise Lee, did you see the injury? Did you see oh, the yeah. way he, you know, the way his leg, I mean, it was, it was just, it was horrible. And, you know, first of all, people would say, why is he even out there? Uh, two, is it because of the new rules they're making up? Nobody knows how to tackle or nobody wants to try to tackle right or they're just going to go for the knees now. Um, you know, back in the day, that would be considered a dirty hit going for somebody's knees like that, especially in the preseason. So, you know, why he was out there, I, I have no idea that that's why nobody wants to play those starters.
2: And honestly, I, I I don't know if I can blame him. I'm just yeah, exactly. I'm very much torn on this. And I guess I sit down on a Friday night, and I've been waiting all day to watch the Raiders and the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't even step on the field. And Derek Carr is out there for four plays. And then I'm watching what might have been some of the worst backup quarterbacking I've ever seen in the history of mankind. So maybe I'm just angry, and I'm expecting to see more. But what would you rather do? Be happy in week three in July or – or, excuse me, in August – or be pumped up whenever your team's got a healthy quarterback through week three or four of the season. You're right, because
3: obviously, yeah. It,
2: it, it's, it's tough. It, it's just tough because I'm that bitter little fan that wants everything to go my way. All right, speaking of that, I'm having a real hard time whenever it comes to picking my four-team playoff. I mean, obviously Oklahoma is in, but from outside of, of, <laughs> of
3: OU in my mind.
2: Are they taking he, teams
3: with four losses nowadays? Wow, that's incredible. I see
2: about six or seven teams, maybe even eight, that I think have a true opportunity to end up in this four-team playoff. So. So I mean, do we do we go ahead and pencil in Alabama every single year now until someone's able to knock them off their mighty perch? And do we do the same
3: with Clemson for this year or no? I think maybe Clemson um, I like a little bit more than Alabama. Obviously, a lot has to do with the conferences. Um, Alabama they play a Louisville team, but that's not obviously going to be what they were last year. Uh, they pretty much have a cupcake schedule. Even the even their yes. conference games, the tough ones. Are at home. I think their toughest road game is like at LSU and even Tennessee. So and that that's no that's nothing. So it, the schedule is really perfect for Alabama. You know, I I dig Alabama getting
2: in there. Uh, I I kind of like the idea of Clemson, but then I don't know what to make of Ohio State. Is is this going to be something that looms for them because? Arnie, top to bottom, this is one of the most talented teams in the country. They have a couple of tough games on the road this year. Obviously, in Week 5, they go to Penn State, which is... I really like Penn State. I mean, I could be way off, but this is a team I think could slide into the playoffs this year. But Ohio State also has to go to Michigan State later this year as well, too. They get Michigan at home. I think that TCU game is going to be pretty tough, but TCU has a a new starter, so it might not be, it might be good that for Ohio State, this is early in the season. But how does, how does this whole saga affect them this year? I mean, this is a loaded Big Ten, especially in the Big Ten East. And, and you know what, Chris,
3: and, and, I was thinking about this. How come the winner? And I know we won't have uh, computer rankings until what six weeks in? Yeah, six or seven. Yeah. Right, but I mean, just if we were having it right off the bat, how come the winner of like the Washington Auburn game shouldn't jump up to number one and say now they're the team to beat? Um, one, they'll have the edge on everybody else. Two, they'll have the mm-hmm. toughest game, and it's at a neutral side, I think it's in Atlanta, though. That's a you know pretty walk, uh, a short walk to Auburn. But, I mean, why shouldn't that winner be like number one and the rest of the teams uh, start chasing it because they have the guts to schedule a tough game? Always my biggest frustration. You know, it's it, you're still Alabama's going to
2: go out and probably win in week one rather handily. Right. That could be a
3: worthless game for Washington because everybody else wins. It's, it's sick. Yeah, and, and, I mean, Louisville, again, like you brought
2: up earlier, it's not the same Louisville team, but they're still pretty good. Uh, with that said, they, they'll probably be in a pretty handily, and then you've got two really good teams, two potential playoff teams playing in week one, and we'll slide up either Washington or Auburn just a couple of spots. You know, I mean, Arnie, when it comes to playoff decision time, if one of, if, if, if Auburn's battling in the SEC is maybe a one-loss team to try to get in, or right. Washington's on that bubble, you have a win over Auburn, and their season yeah. goes like we expect. You're not getting left out of this thing if you have a win like that. Except
3: they'll add that win later on in the year instead of the beginning of the year when they should really add it on. Yeah, and then you know,
2: I don't know what to make of Notre Dame. This is going to be a real interesting week one.
3: Michigan that is just phenomenal.
2: How fun is that to start the season? I'm glad this rivalry is back. Arnie, Notre Dame's schedule is not what it once was. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still the USC game to wrap up the season. They're welcoming Florida State to South Bend this year. And, you know, I mean, listen, you're going to go to a, a fairly tough Virginia. Any game in Blacksburg and what Justin Fuente has done is incredible. But could Notre Dame be that team that ends up becoming a problem for a conference like my beloved Big 12 or the Big 10 or the ACC whenever they're battling for a fourth playoff spot? Could they create some chaos this year? Well, not in the first game. I, I kind of like Michigan in that You like one. Michigan? Well, then yeah. they'd be out. They can't lose that game, right? They, that's their biggest game of the year. If they lose that game, they're
3: out. Well, I mean, it's still Harbaugh. I mean, he'll still get you know uh, those uh, votes and... You know those the guys. Like, no, oh, I No, I mean Notre Dame. I meant Notre Dame. If oh, if, if oh. Michigan beats Notre Dame, I yeah. think that we can eliminate them from any playoff conversation, right? Well, there's still also Notre Dame though, but they don't have anybody else to bounce back with their schedule. Exactly. As you mentioned, is just this is the weakest Notre Dame schedule they've had in I don't know like 20, 30 years as far as I know. I mean there's there's just none of the big games. Yeah, they play Stanford and Stanford against mm. San Diego State is a big one in the first weekend. Other than that, as you mentioned, the USC game. And, well, Florida State, but who knows? Florida State could be out of the top 25 by the time they get there. But as you're right, the, the schedule is just pitiful this year. It's so hard. And schedule strength is so
2: hard to figure out this early in the season. And then before you, you get your picks out there in the next segment, I'm having a hard time figuring out Wisconsin. I love everything they have coming back. They've got a solid offensive line. They've got an experienced starter. They got a playmaking running back. Uh, but man, again, this outside of it, their non-conference is a joke. Okay, Western Kentucky New Mexico yeah, we should and dock BYU points for that. Right? I mean, but these these road games, they're no joke. You're going to Iowa. You're going to Michigan. Uh, you're going to Penn State. Yeah. I know Northwestern and Purdue are kind of forgotten, but those are two, two really good tough. young coaches. Yeah, not right? that tough. I, I there's there. There's three top 15 teams right there. They've got, well, two top 15 teams. Yeah. they got to go on the road to play. You lose two games or even one of those, you're
3: really scratching and clawing to get in, aren't you? Um, not, well, two, yes. But one of them, yeah, you, you, you knew you have to play somebody. you got to beat somebody on the road. You can't have every – unless you're Alabama. You can't have every <laughs> tough game at home there. So, you know, I don't know how they worked that out, Chris, to be honest with you. They, I, I've I, got to find that out. Well, I'll, I'll say this much.
2: I have a hard time buying into the Wisconsin hype based on the challenge of their schedule. So, with that said... I've hashed out all of my concerns. When we come back, Arnie, are you ready to go ahead and ruin the season for everybody, or do you want to save it to the last segment with the four teams you think are rolling in? So we know I, I think Oklahoma, we'll save it to Arizona, the last segment.
3: And, I think we'll save it to the last one when I do my picks. I can't just release it right away.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. We got we got to keep you with some nugget in some way, shape, or form. I'll tell you what. I got some questions at quarterback too in college football. That we'll get to next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday.
1: There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com.
2: Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. A lot of good tweets that we'll get to. I like this, what Brian Colangelo's burner account has brought to us. (laughs) He goes, my hot take for 2018, the Big Ten greater than the SEC Change my mind. Michigan State returns 19 starters and they get Ohio State at home. Two really good points. I like the Big Ten this year, but I gotta admit, Arnie, I, it's almost like you gotta prove it after we fell in love with them last year. Last year was supposed to be, oh, the Big Ten, they might have all, they might have all the playoff spots. They're so good. I'm being somewhat facetious, but. I hate that yeah,
3: Wisconsin I, has like an easy road. There's nobody in their half of the division. It's disgusting.
2: I, listen I want to agree with you but Arnie they play at Michigan they play at Penn State those are two really tough games and you could win think, that half of the division with like two or three losses it seems like uh, but again you have two or three losses you're
3: not going to the Right playoffs. no I understand that I just hate that it's in that it's such a bad half of the division and the top half of the division's going to fight it out we might not have a team in the, from the Big 10 in the uh, uh in the uh, final four championship Yeah, it's, uh, because they might beat each other up. Steve DeSager
2: joins us, and boy, DeSager, I don't know what you want to lead with, but since we, we brought it up, we saw USC named a true freshman, its yep. starting quarterback, and JT Daniels, five-star guy out of Day in Nebraska earlier in the day, named a true freshman as its starting quarterback.
4: People are loving him as well. But Daniels, of course, from a superb Day program, the pipeline to USC continues. Matt Lyon and a million others have come out of there and straight to SC. You mentioned Wisconsin. Last year, they started 9-0. Without playing a single ranked team. So <laughs> these things aren't possible. They do have to play somebody at some point. We do know that. Did you see tonight on the Sunday night football broadcast? They introduced some new technology for a third down. The yellow line isn't, isn't enough apparently for these people to show where the first down to gain is. They have the green zone. Say it's third what? and 12. They're going to make the entire field of those twelve yards until the first down marker. They're going to make it more green. Oh my gosh! I, okay,
2: can, can you guys make fun of me for a little bit? I thought that was something with Dallas's turf. I real. <laughs> I had no idea. No, the Dallas so, turf okay. was
4: light green, and then NBC, NBC made it uh, twelve yards of rich dark green. Sponsored by
3: what, a marijuana dispensary? Is that who's going to be <laughs> like the sponsor of that? CBD,
4: yeah. Baby. like sponsor that? I'm here C- or that week, grass killer that's been in the news. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the green zone debuted for Sunday night football. Needless to say, Twitter being what it is uh, was initially negative and uh, thought maybe this is a bit of overkill. But I think we're going to be seeing this uh, again. And no, it's not just the turf that we're watching. You just can't believe your eyes anymore with technology, TV or movies. Amen. Uh, we uh, do with uh, Fox TV have Thursday night football to plug later, it'll be late September by the time the Thursday night games regular season come to Fox. But remember, they did have a Thursday night exhibition game with the yeah. Browns this past week. The TV ratings Sunday night baseball last week at 1.6 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Browns exhibition Thursday night almost 6.6 6 million That's viewers, insane. and insane. it was a five to nothing final score. Yeah, so you had a higher rating than you had total points. That's how huge. Oh. NFL ratings are My, just my for the son's
3: record. going to a Browns game this year, I told him don't, don't do it. Bat- yeah, Browns ratings don't, don't in
4: preseasons, my yeah. goodness, they were I was, doing I very was- well.
3: I was really
2: rooting for 2-zip to be the final score of that game. I will not lie to you. <laughs> when it was, I, I kind of felt pretty good about 5-zip as well, too. Wow. And Ugh, then add
4: 1-rouge, and it would be a 3-0 final. We <laughs> yes. do have college football with, as you mentioned, plenty of matchups. Great start for the official start this Saturday: Washington-Auburn oh. in a neutral site game. There's a game next Sunday night, guys. The Jerry Jones Dome in Arlington, Texas has Miami-LSU next Sunday night. That'll be good. That stadium mm. had something that was not very good tonight, shall we say. Arizona over Dallas as the Cowboys sat everybody and committed eight turnovers. The Dodgers did beat San Diego again. Boy, you, uh, you're you reeling if you're the Dodgers. You fall to third place in the division. You're realistically maybe missing out on the playoffs this year. And then the worst team in the National League comes to town and you take them three straight. Justin Turner, three hits, five RBIs. Dodgers, seven-three over the Padres. A Padres team... That's lost five in a row. They're 50 and 83 right now. Now they're not going to set their worst ever mark for losses. When they were an expansion team about 50 years ago, they lost 110 in their first season. The first five, six years as the Padres were just about that bad. Still, it's gonna be bad this year. And they kept promising the local fans as soon as we build a ballpark, we'll be in contention. Well, this is seven straight years of a losing record, and you're the worst team in the league this year. And the Padres haven't won any playoff series in twenty years, just for the record.
3: Yeesh. The
4: Mets were only down one nothing today going to the eighth inning.
3: Okay, we don't have to bring this up.
4: Final score <laughs> Final score was fifteen nothing Washington. The Mets offense three for thirty at the plate. Washington was five for eight just in the eighth inning. Six for eight in the ninth inning. Oh, my gosh. Tampa Bay won its eighth straight game, beat Boston. Yankees won at Baltimore tonight. And the Cubs shut out Cincinnati 9 nothing. Homer Bailey, the losing pitcher for the Reds, is making $21 million this year. He's now 1-12 yeah. ERA yeah. over 6. Kids, yes. play baseball, Please. not football. For the thousandth time, Man. play baseball. <laughs>
3: Mike is a goalie thing.
4: Ugh. Yeah,
2: he takes a lot of shots, too, I can imagine. So he <laughs> yeah. should have worked on that leg. Should have pinned down that right arm and only let him throw left-handed. Hey, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we continue our division previews. It's the NFC West, plus more college football and tons. Hour 2, live, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Hey, Plank. Producer Bobo on the Wheels of Steel. Who cares who's
3: producing and pressing the buttons? Anybody could do that. Let me explain. Did I tell you last week I took my, overlapped yourself? I took my uh, son, or I didn't take my son. My wife took my son to college. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at the pep rally at Kent State. There was a couple of thousand people out there. He gets picked to come up and do some contest. You know, one of the cheer- right. cheerleaders the like. The pizza like, for a year, yeah, right? Pizza for a year and a free topping. I didn't throw that in there. A free topping. Mm-hmm. He won a pizza for a year, free pizza for a year, and a free topping. But he only gets 52 of them playing. So he's oh, a big man on campus right off the bat.
2: Now, is it a full pizza or is it
3: just a slice of pizza? No, it's a full pizza. It's not a
2: bad deal, Arnie. Not a not bad free? deal. Free? What do you want? Free? I used to think I was a pretty big deal because they had the, uh, whenever I was in college, the old TU special where you could get a six ninety nine medium pizza. Oh. That was a deal. Now, free. That's the Lincoln Hall. Well, what are the pizza, but you
3: used to be able to get like two for six
2: ninety nine. Uh, well, hey, come on, man. You can't beat the hot and sweaties. Five dollars? Come on, it's good. Hey, a couple of quick tweets here. Yeah. From CMH, he writes, the Big Ten is the best conference and at one point had three teams in the top ten last season. I, th- I think it finished the year, bro, with three teams in the top ten. Yeah. How many of those teams were in the four team playoff? None. Okay, wow. Right. I'm just telling you, that's how we gauge it. That's probably not right. It's probably not fair. They had a hell of a season. But for all this hype about, oh, trend-setting, difference-makers, they they didn't play anyone in the non-conference. They lost their biggest games, and they ended up on the outside looking. And I I didn't realize, you know, we were talking about Michigan State. I didn't realize how good Wisconsin was last year. And then uh, Ernie writes, Arnie, for the love of God and all Michigan fans, don't pick them to make the college playoffs.
3: Stick to picking Kent State hockey to go to the Frozen Four. I have Michigan as one of my teams in the uh, four-team playoff.
2: Well, that, uh, that's the Harbaugh effect, right? Shea Patterson all in on him right now. Cause eventually with, with Michigan and Harbaugh, you shoot
3: a gun in the air enough times, you'll hit a bird, right? So uh, I'm, I, I hear you. Exactly. And by the way, my four, you could probably guess, but nobody else in the country has my, the same four as I have.
2: Well, Arizona, uh, and Khalil Tate, I'm sure that you'll, uh, you'll that's have correct. them in there. That's in in That's or f- Michigan. Hey, I'll tell you what. I like Arizona. Yeah, I'm I to make you the 14 playoffs as I mean, a Heisman voter. How about that? tight. Love me, Kevin Sumlin. Former, uh, former head coach at Houston. Did a great job at A&M. I thought he was run out unceremoniously. Yeah, me too. I thought I'm that very. I'm very perplexed by this transfer. Hopefully we don't have to get into it tonight, but we'll go by later. So you want to wait on the other two? Because I don't think I'd be able to guess the other two. So you got Michigan and Arizona for certain. And I would imagine you'd have an Alabama and a Clemson in there, but we'll wait. We'll wait to find out. Because about eight weeks ago, I realized, Arnie, we're eight weeks away from the start of the NFL season. Let's spend a segment every single Sunday night previewing a different division in the National Football League, and we have whittled it down to two. We'll, of course, talk about the best division in the NFL next week when we get into the AFC West. But, Arnie, maybe, maybe the best team in the NFL resides... In the NFC West, last year the Rams won it at 11 and 5. The Seahawks finished second. They did not have two teams make the playoffs with the Niners and Cardinals going 6 and 10. They last had two playoff teams in 2015 with the Cardinals and the Seahawks,
3: but an interesting year in the NFC West. You want to start with the Rams? Let's start with the Rams because, I mean, they are the class of the division. At least it looks like they are. Remember, I, I we did the worst the first, and I I'm kind of was leaning towards San Francisco. But, look, the pickup of Brandon Cooks, who I thought they overpaid for, but mm-hmm. now New England's really missing him with all the problems they have. Uh, good pickup. He'll stretch the defense. Um, Tom Brady threw to him. Uh, 20 yards downfield more than anybody else on the team. So obviously, Goff will go ahead and do the same thing with him. They've got Gurley, they've got all the offensive weapons. Um, it's if the defense is good enough to be a Super Bowl defense, and they perhaps may be. But the the Rams right now may be the class of that division. And they
2: brought in Indomik Sue, Akib Tali, Marcus Peters moved on from Robert Quinn, who by the way has looked great in Miami, and Alec Ogletree. The only question: Aaron Donald's contract, which we've been told for three weeks now, is going to be done this Just, week. Was it like three weeks ago? It's like okay, it's done, or it was like <laughs> right there, was done. When there a rumor we're gonna about a, that? We're going to have a huge press conference next yeah. week, and it's and it still hasn't been done yet. I'm intrigued by their offensive line with uh, all pros at left tackle and left guard and on. Un- uh, Andrew Whitworth and Roger Saffold. And Arnie, three, kind of challenging though, schedule wise with the Rams. Three of their final five games on the road. Their bye week isn't until week 12. But I agree with you. In a division to where you have the very least have two teams that are still rebuilding, maybe three, they're right in a good spot. Which gets us to Seattle. Right. And this is a team that for the first time in what, four or five years didn't make the playoffs last year, though they were still above 500. And you've been pretty consistent about midway through midseason
3: or midway through the season last year. You feel like they're on that downhill slide oh. right now in Seattle. Oh, downhill slide. It's like a steep downhill, and the boulder's right behind them. Uh, the only reason they're not going to be in last place is because the Arizona Cardinals are in that <laughs> division. Uh, the worst team, perhaps, in the NFL or well, maybe the Dolphins. Are the worst team in the NFL. Um, so much, you know. First of all, as Pete Carroll lost the locker room, as he lost, you know, uh, I don't say respect, but you know, are people buying what he's selling right now? I'm not so sure. Russell Wilson's always going to be a great quarterback, and you know, they've got still weapons, but defensively, I've got the question if they're going to go ahead and be able to stop like the Rams and San Francisco is going to be a better team just by that alone. I think Seattle's looking at like a seven and nine season. New coordinator. I was not, Ken Norton Jr. was a
2: great coach. He was a really right. bad defensive coordinator with the Raiders and he had Jack Del Rio. Brian Schottenheimer takes over the offense. And I don't know, man. I know that you had, it's funny. You think about 365 days later. Last year you had the Brandon Marshall acquisition in New York as the difference yeah. maker for the Giants. <laughs> know, yeah.
3: This year he's in
2: Seattle and it's a, Hey, how about yeah. that? Isn't it?
3: Well, it, it just didn't work out good last year, now, did it? So we'll see how it plays. It's not going to work out good this year. That that uh, ship has already sailed. Uh, plus, didn't it, was it? What's his face? What was the other wide receiver that, that was hurt? Um, Lockett was he? Out Ty Lockett. Or? Ty yeah. Lockett's back. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so he's back. Okay, so yeah, I mean, he... obviously he's good, but you know, I, I still questioned some of the other stuff.
2: Yeah, a couple of other notes here on Seattle, real quick. We'll be keeping an eye on their running back battle because they did draft the running back in the first round, but. I Rashad Penny, that is. I really dig Chris Carson. Maybe a, a mid round sleeper in your fantasy football leagues. Even Ooh. though we weren't we weren't invited to be in the Fox Sports. Radio I know. Fantasy
3: I was Club. so upset about that.
2: Everyone else got invited. Everybody but us. got invited. And, but We us. love
3: fantasy wow. football.
2: Uh, but and and again, I'm real intrigued to kind of see what happens with Russell Wilson this year. Which and, and by that I just mean does their offensive line improve? They went out and they tried to get a second. Oh well, they we're going to give up a second-round pick to bring in Jacoby Brissett. You, you've heard the story. So let's get to San Francisco, yeah, Arnie. Yeah. A lot of excitement in the Bay Area. Ninety-five-seven. The game. They are all in right now on Jimmy G, and I think understandably so. Of course. I, listen. I I know some people feel like I've knocked him. I'm just listen. We're we're in a six game sample size, okay? Teams now know what he's got. They now know how to game plan against him. But I I think we've underestimated just how okay okay San Francisco actually was. I mean, yeah, they started zero and nine last year. But five of those losses were by three or fewer points. Two of those were an OT. You want a couple of those? It's a different year. I mean, I think this team can make a four-win improvement this year. I think they could be a problem in the West. I like them a lot. The more I dug into San Francisco, Arnie, I realized it's a little bit its better than it seemed from last year. And if Jimmy G is what everyone tells me that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be,
3: they could have a pretty damn good year. After what we saw with the Patriots, uh, excuse me, after what we saw he did with San Francisco, if the Patriots had to do it all over again, they'd probably get like a top 10 pick for this guy. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am Mini I wrong? Picks, yeah. There'd Mini. be a lot of people uh, clamoring, uh, trying to go ahead and get a hold of this guy. So Belichick really screwed that up. And yeah, I mean, they were a horrible team until he took on over. Now, do they have enough weapons? Uh, is Goodwin enough? Pierre Garçon, Amen. I mean, that guy's like, is he still playing, really? How <laughs> old is that guy? I, and, and I got questions about the running game position also. Um, that being said, uh, we were talking about who can go from worse to first. Jimmy G has been so impressive. Uh, after what he did last year, he's even been impressive with the little bit he's played in the preseason. Um, defense will dictate whether this team's going to make a run at the playoffs, but I like this team a lot.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh, re- rebuilt offensive line though will be interesting. Three new starters, including the first round pick Mike McGlinchey, the guy out of Notre Dame, who they've moved over to right tackle. Arnie, five of their last eight games are at home, so they've got a nice schedule down the stretch with getting home games and the likes of let's see, they got the Giants in that mix, Denver, Seattle, and the and, and the Bears. But man, it's a tough road out of the gate. They open up with what three of their first four games on the road and they're not easy they're at minnesota they're at the chiefs and they're at the chargers the only kind of break they get in there is a home game against the lions so it might not be pretty out of the gate but i think they've got a really good chance to improve by three or four games this year which gets us to arizona uh no i know it it looked good tonight guys new coach New look roster. Ugh. I love my man Sam, but this is really a countdown to Josh Rosen this year, right? Of course right? it
3: is. Of course
2: it yeah. is. Yeah. David Johnson being back's pretty huge. Uh, but teams can load up against him. He's the only true exactly. weapon it seems they have. I love Larry Fitzgerald. I like what they did with Christian Kirk. I know you're not real big on coordinators, yeah. but I dig them bringing over Mike McCoy as their offensive coordinator. I don't know much about Steve Wilkes. He was great as a defensive coordinator in Carolina, but Arnie, this, this just, it, it's, as good as they are in the secondary. Really good secondary. Maybe one of the best in the league.
3: Well, they let Honey man. Badger
2: go, too. so Yeah, yeah and they, but they, but Butterbaker stepped in, and he's pretty good, the kid out of Washington. I don't know what to make of Arizona this year. Back-to-back uh, no,
3: back losing seasons, you're just saying more of the same for them <laughs> as they rebuild? I, well, I, I think you're right about that. It's the countdown to Josh Rosen, which I'd, I'd get him started right away and and, and, and get the new era uh, go, getting get going in Arizona uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I'll give him credit but man, that guy is so old he can't be a factor anymore Uh and David Johnson, okay, so that's the one guy, but you're right, defenses can go ahead and check on him, play the defense and see if uh, they have enough to go ahead and, and throw over the top, and they don't Uh, defensively, they'll be okay but uh, they're looking at a three-win season it's not going to be a good year for the Arizona Cardinal fans
2: so here's the question that we have as we wrap up our
3: preview of the
2: NFC West, Arnie Do we have the Rams and three teams in rebuild mold or could the mold mode or could the Seahawks or the Niners have something for the Rams this season?
3: The San Francisco could have it. It's going to be the Rams winning the division. But San Francisco's going to be right there. Plus, San Francisco does play them tough. And, geez, I, you can't forget what Jimmy G did. I know people are like, it's only a five-game sampling, and that's the first thing you said. Yeah, that's But, my, I mean, on an 0-9 character. team, that's like having a, a 20-game sampling when, yeah. when you win those five games. And you did it against a couple of uh, uh, playoff teams also. So, yeah, I, I like them a lot. I just don't – they don't have the weapons the Rams do. That's why they're at such a disadvantage. They're probably going to end up fin- finishing in second in that division. All right, so even though we weren't
2: invited to be on Fox Sports Radio, that fantasy hurt me. Football that crushed League, me. It really did. Uh, let, let me throw one more fantasy sleeper out there from this division. Dante Pettis. I know it's a little bit scary to take a rookie-wide receiver, but I kind of dig how he might fit in with Shanahan in San Francisco. Arnie, you brought it up. We don't know much about the weapons in San Francisco because it is kind of an old-school list of names with Garsonless and Goodwin's not a number 1 receiver. He's probably a number 2. Uh, then they've got a bunch of guys that no one has ever heard of do anything at receiver. I think there's a chance the Washington product could have a really good year for the San Francisco 49ers, which means next week, the best division in the NFL the AFC West you realize by next week <laughs> by next week arnie we'll have had final cutdowns um, I'm willing to bet we'll have a few trades. I mean, the rosters are going to be set for the Maybe most part. Maybe a few upsets in college league.
3: football.
2: Oh, you're, you're going to have upsets in college yeah. football. Just not the one that you think. Hey, wow. when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's hit some tweets. Are you guys with us or against us? you got the Rams. you got anyone else jumping up to get them in the NFC West. We'll dive into it next on a Fox Sports Sunday. Pro customers and Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use... Your Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Steve Sager coming up in a bit. Got a lot of text to get here. Please tell me you're not going to bring that up.
3: I mean, I, I've already been triggered all night long <laughs> on this
2: Kahlil That's
3: why I said to the article. I keep finding all these articles that Kahlil is going to get traded at it every yeah, and time I send you one, you go off the deep end. Because it goes back to this. Listen to this wording. All right, listen. I,
2: I understand. I understand a few people talk to insiders. And I I have nothing against pro football talk. But this is probably some of the worst wording I've ever... And every single report, every report links back to this. So when you hear, I heard the Raiders are thinking about dealing Khalil Mack, it goes back to this from Mike Florio. And he writes, per source... With knowledge of the situation, the Raiders haven't slammed the door on possibly trading Khalil Mack. What about the other one I sent you? The new one I just sent you. Well, hold on. Yeah. That said, the Raiders are being coy with the teams that have inquired. So basically, here's what happened. A team called and said, we want Khalil Mack. The Raiders said, I don't know, what are you offering? So, ah, no one's going to tell Mike Florio anyway from anything from the
3: Oakland Raiders. (laughs) Period. Into discussion. (laughs) All right, then you get this alleged limo driver who talked to. I uh, love when you get the limo driver slash uh, moving company slash dentist or real estate agent that that gives you the inside info. Right,
2: right. So, I mean, again, I uh, I'm I'm trying to be careful about how I phrase this because, like I said. I get very triggered in all of this, but uh, I guess, let's see, this is a, an overnight host in in Detroit. Yeah. He said, I, Dan Leach, he said, I just heard from a Metro Detroit limo driver that he just picked <laughs> up Raiders linebacker Khalil Mack and he is going to meet with the Lions general manager, Bob Quinn, on Monday. Stay tuned.
3: Here's I didn't know a, you could meet uh, when you're under contract with other teams like that. If the Raiders had given him permission, yeah, I didn't. Did, did, they Raiders, him per, did I miss
1: something?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I, so I, I'm trying to stay calm here. I'm. No uh, one wants to listen to facts anymore. No one wants to hear what's right. Everyone just wants to see one person say, "Hey, I saw Cleo Max." So you can't Green do bed. that, huh? You can't do that. Well, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, no. and I'm going to. And I'm going to say that if the Oakland Raiders had given Khalil Mack permission to talk to anybody I don't think a limo driver in Detroit would be the guy that would be breaking the story to an overnight talk show host. No no hate whatsoever. I'm just going to go out on a limb and think one of the beat writers or maybe just maybe an Adam Schefter or someone of that nature would have found this story. If that was going to be true,
3: I I don't think it would be anybody in Detroit. That wouldn't be the first place I'd go, that's for sure. Well, unless unless Detroit said, we'll give you 15 first-round picks for Khalil
2: Mack. again. I, my theory on this is we've had three years of Le'Veon Bell holdout conversations. We're on year two of Aaron Donald and on about week three of he signing a deal this week. So what's new? What's fresh? A Khalil Mack holdout because the Raiders haven't had one of these in quite a while. Okay.
3: Um, let me try to I love sending you those here. articles. I do. I just, I love it. And again, and again,
2: I I love the creativity of somebody stirring it up. How beautiful is that? Uh, A couple of tweets that I want to get to. Ernie, Ernie hit us up with this, and and I'm a little bit late to this, but I thought it was really good. He goes, I agree with you, Plank, about the smug urban mire apology. It was about as believable as beating an eight year old Steve Kerr one on one, even when the other guy is 18. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Ohio State looks and smells
3: dirty. And when does the NCAA step? When, but when, when do you take a guy's apology, you know, because he was 24 hours late? Is that what this is all about? I mean, the at least the guy had the guts to get back up in front or tweet it and say, hey, I I, I don't like what's coming out. I, I didn't make, you know, I, I probably didn't, you know, uh, tell you exactly how I felt. And, you know, he got that off his chest. So I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm not going to chastise the guy because it was 24 hours too late yeah and it's tough you know it it really it, it's really tough because i
2: everyone thinks oh you you have to be up you have to apologize for everything yeah there's there's legal issues that maybe were going through his head right you, right you, you, some people say well the human element needs to override that yeah you want to believe that but those legal sides kick in every now and then
3: well he did not write the one on wednesday he didn't write the redo uh, on friday Yeah, so he had a statement,
2: and and he answered it the way that he felt right and then realized, I didn't answer that well, went back, redid it, I'm I'm fine with it. Now, listen, I'm I'm more intrigued by seeing what's next for this team. You know, they haven't had any media availabilities. And their players have not talked to the media once. Their coaches have not talked to the media, and... There's no rules in college against that, and I hope other
3: college coaches don't see that
2: thing. Hmm, we could do that as you well know, too.
3: I have a theory. They're like what a 37 point favorite over Oregon State. I believe that you know it's completely different when Urban Meyer's the coach, and I know he's not calling the plays, but I think they're going to be very conservative, especially that first game. Um, I may want to take the points, and you know, hope I get a, a touchdown or two and 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 Ohio State's just not going to run it up because they just don't want to. You know that's Urban Myers thing. They they just want to be very conservative, win and, and get out of there. You know.
2: Uh, Aaron writes: Spanier better enjoy his mighty Dolphins four and twelve train wreck with that all world Ryan Tannehill. By the way, kudos to, kudos to A.A. Aaron for actually adding Ryan Tannehill on on that tweet. I'm sure that could end up going well if he fires. Wow. Him. Uh, is is that a place where we should keep an eye on a potential quarterback move, or no?
3: What bring back Jay Cutler? What do you want me to do? I mean, what, what, what? What? there's there's
2: there's at least two bring guys out Dan there Marino? right now. There's at least two guys out there that I think have proven to be worthy. I, I'm just saying in general to help that quarterback room out. I mean, you have what Brock Osweiler and mm, David Fales or someone like. That. Could Miami be a team that makes a move for a Bridgewater
3: or oh, makes I would a love move that. for an
2: RG3? I think uh, it'd be good for him.
3: I would love to get Teddy Bridgewater. Um, but you know what? Like you said, uh, they can get rid of Tannehill after this year, I believe. So they may, you know, obviously look elsewhere, but this year it's all Tannehill. Uh, they want to see what he can get uh, after that injury.
2: Uh Mr. Wonderful at one not done says uh Plank wants facts only regarding Khalil Mack, but speculates about everything else. Yeah, wow, right. he's uh, right. He primble. got you, he got you. Uh but again, it doesn't involve my team, so I, this is where it matters. So reading the story. <laughs> give me facts. Uh, By the way, I think that's reckless speculation, as a matter of fact. I don't think that's about just what Khalil Mack? Yeah, uh, I I didn't get to hear Brady's take earlier. Bill had tweeted at us. I don't think it has anything to do with. Well, he's not a John Gruden guy. Khalil Mack isn't every guy in the NFL coaches guy. Okay, I don't know how else to put it, but well, you know, he didn't draft him, so it might, no, 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 no. It does, it, that doth not matter. John Gruden likes good players, and if you think they're surprised or shocked that Arden Key looked good in one series, they're not going to hitch the wagon to him. So I'm not buying. I'm not buying that. And yeah, absolutely, Mister Wonderful, uh, Arnie. The Raiders don't want to sign Mac because he is an undersized lineman that needs to be converted to linebacker. He can't stop the run and excels with speed. He's also had a lot of hits on that body. Wow. Uh, Paul could not be more incorrect. Wow. I mean, come on. He's an absolute beast. The dude even plays inside and outside. How much is he asking
3: for, Chris? How much money does he want on the extension? I don't know. I d I don't know.
2: That it has not because been Aaron Donald wants to be
3: paid like a quarterback, that's
2: laughable. There's only ten players with at least sixty five million dollars guaranteed in the NFL. Eight of them are quarterbacks. Ooh. The other two are Indomican Sue and Vaughn Miller. Both Well, I thought you were say Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown, no, not yet. Both uh Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack are wanting more money than Sue and Miller. So there's your. I think the report tonight had something like eighty mil guaranteed for Aaron Donald. So that's 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 pretty impressive. And then mm. one more quick one before we get to uh, Desager, Arnie. I'm guessing you have FAU uh, FAU as one of your picks to go to the Final Four football playoffs, or maybe
3: you've got Vermont State, mm? maybe. Maybe. You'll have to stick around. Coming up at uh, 45 past the hour, all, all my picks. Uh, uh, by the way, I finished 2-1 of my picks this week. I don't see you uh, patting me on the back 66%. Not bad to start things I off. Thought, I thought I remembered you being all over Colorado State. I, I was, I, I, but I also I had Colorado State, took the over, and then of course I said, give me some of my Wyoming Cowboys.
2: Ah, okay. All right. Well, your memory would be better than mine. Whenever you stop picking this "quote unquote" free season, I gave up on you because well, you're you bad because I said Oklahoma's going
3: to lose four games, and then you're, you you start looking at the schedule and said, "Damn, he may be right." No, uh, yeah, I, you I'm did. not mad, yes, did. and I yeah, didn't look did. at
2: the schedule and say yeah, you might you be right, yeah, you because did. you could not be more incorrect. All right, when <laughs> we come back to the Geico <laughs> Fox Sports Radio studios, uh, a couple more tweets to get to. like this one from Ian. Got a little bit more on college football, and then Arnie's picks are right around the corner. But ladies and gentlemen, Steve Desager is in the house with everything in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve?
4: Good evening, gentlemen, once again. You mentioned Ohio State. I must say again that one of the big Buckeyes games on their schedule for this year in November, Ohio State... State at Michigan State. Which athletic department do you root for in that one? They've been oh. such feel-good stories over the past year. And as far as Aaron Donald, you are quoting a Mike Florio tweet from this afternoon and Pro Football talk, a talk article that says, quote, The Expectation is that the Aaron Donald Rams contract will be in the neighborhood of $22 million per well, year. Good luck on that, my friend. Good wow. luck. Uh, Honolulu won the Little League World Series. Yeah. NASCAR's Cup Series was off this week. U.S. Open tennis starts in New York in the morning. The golf winner, the PGA Tours postseason, began this weekend. Winner of the first tournament, Bryson DeChambeau, by four strokes, as Tiger Woods tied for 40th place. There was an NFL exhibition at its finest at Dallas yes. tonight. Sit everybody, charge full prices, commit eight turnovers, and lose at home, 27-3 to to Arizona. Let's at least
3: have like the, the Cowboys, if they're not going to play anybody, play like Alabama and scrimmage them or something. I'd like to see I'm that. I'm sure everybody would be happy to see that. Oh, I exactly. would, let me tell you, something, that would draw more ratings than the
4: Philadelphia Browns game, I promise you that. Some of the Bama players might have to take pay cuts, but still. Oh, Cincinnati won at Buffalo today, it. 26-13. It's just low-hanging fruit. Andy Dalton with two touchdown passes in the first quarter. It's like making fun of the post office or the cafeteria. It really doesn't matter if it's true at some point. You know, it was Players Weekend in Major League Baseball. Different jerseys with nicknames on the back instead of the last names. On the back of the jersey for Arizona's closer, Brad Boxberger, there were no letters at all. Yeah, Just two icons, a box and a burger. Arizona's first place in the NL West, one game up on the Rockies. Arizona beat Seattle 5-2. Rockies lost at home 12-3 to St. Louis. Cardinals lead the NL wildcard race. Rockies now one game back for the last wildcard spot behind the Brewers. In that Cardinals win, Matt Carpenter four doubles today. That ties the Major League record for a nine-inning game. Philadelphia won 8-3 at Toronto, but Kendris Morales of the Blue Jays homered in his seventh straight game. The record is eight straight. Atlanta, though, is first place three games ahead of Philadelphia still in the NL East. Atlanta shut out Miami 4-0. Washington with the late scoring, a 15-0 win over the Mets. Milwaukee beat Pittsburgh and Chris Archer 7-4. Tonight, the Yankees were 5-3 winners at Baltimore, while Tampa Bay won its eighth straight, beating slumping Boston 9-1. Cubs and Oakland with wins. By the way, for the Cubs, Chris Bryant starts AAA rehab tomorrow. He's been out a month with the shoulder injury. And the Dodgers beat last place San Diego again, 7-3. to Justin Turner, three hits, five RBIs. Justin Turner batting three oh eight. Only one other Dodger is batting over two sixty-seven this year on the whole roster. That's Matt Kemp. It's not a team known for batting average, or actually moving runners over, or actually getting a clutch hit, or anything like that. But if you want home runs, and the chance of a 10 nothing type win... This is your Dodger team, but bullpen, clutch hitting, not so much. Back hey, the
3: Seger. what would happen if M- Mordecai Brown was playing? Three fingers Brown. <laughs> what would be on the back of his jersey? Would it would just be like three fingers and like the big, which two fingers was he missing
4: anyway? I'm not sure they had those icons back in the 1880s, oh, but yes, probably that. Babe
3: Ruth's nickname. The babe, uh, you know, on the back of his jersey. Stuff. Yeah, Distangle. certainly no
4: emojis back then. Yeah, no, no okay. not no at, at all. Board. What does
2: it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could get, uh, save you 15% yeah. or more on car insurance? I mean, you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I'm sorry, were you done to Sager? That's on me.
3: Oh, he's apologize. done. Trust me. The show's already over. He took so long. He's done. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting because I think
2: we have a couple of quick questions we need to hit here before we get to your picks to wrap things up. By the way, Dodger stat, the Dodger bullpen. 26 and 31 this year. They were 32 oh, and 19 the
3: entire wow, season last year. 26 wins, 31 losses. They and still I, have, about, I was looking at the playoff percentage thing. They still have a 68% chance of making the playoffs, though. I, where do these numbers come from? I don't know. They, I, I make them up, really. I like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. No, I'm not it complaining. Says I, I read it. I, that's a prerequisite for the job, learning to read. There is a high D
2: as far as that's concerned. I have three quick NFL questions. One from your neck of the nape, nape of the neck. What's going on with the Patriots receiving core? Eric Decker retires tonight. They, uh, already cut what, Malcolm Williams, or Malcolm Mitchell pardon me, earlier this week. right? Uh, They cut another guy. So who's left? Is it going to be the, uh, once Julian Edelman gets healthy, Chris Hogan is there, is it the Philip Dorsett Cordero Patterson show? What's going on at Receiver in New England, Arnie?
3: Yeah, you see, and I brought this up at the the beginning, even before uh, Decker retired. I said, there's going to be a big problem. I said uh, Bill Belichick did uh, Tom Brady no favors. Matter of fact, I think I also said that to you, Plank. Remember, uh, Brandon Cooks, and I was in the big Brandon Cooks fan, and obviously got a boatload of money uh, from the Rams, but I didn't know they weren't going to replace him at all, so that's a problem. As you mentioned, Edelman with the four-game suspension, um, uh, you know, you still got Gronk, I understand that, so hopefully he's not going to get hurt or anything. Um, Other than that, maybe a Philip Dorsett or something, but it, it is not a deep receiving core at all. Um, they let Kenny Britt go. I think is the other one you were thinking about. Kenny Britt. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're going to have to go. I'm thinking. I've been saying Dez Bryant all along, and I know that's the easy answer, but they really need to get themselves a big time wide receiver uh, and get a big target for Tom Brady. So I thought that maybe that's the way to go. Though there might be a bidding war now uh, when Marquise Lee got hurt, so I, they're they're hurting big time. But they throw a lot to the receivers too, so. That mm-hmm. will upset a little bit there, Chris.
2: So I was I was intrigued by that. You mentioned Britt. You had the Mitchell and then the Malcolm Mitchell cut. And then, of course, today the retirement of Eric Decker, who, by the way, had options this off season. So it's not as if he went to New England, didn't play well, and Bill Belichick said, you're gone, just retire.
3: He had options. Oakland wanted to bring him in. The Jets wanted to bring him in as well, well too. They I, could not get, the Jets. I'm sorry. The well, Giants. I know, I'm sorry. Maybe Golden Tate um on the trading block there. Maybe they want to go and pick him up. Somebody like that. Maybe a... Uh, Devontae Parker, um, Demarius Thomas from Denver. So, I mean, those are, there's some other options out there. I, maybe Brendan LaFella, who I believe was on the team a long time ago also. So, they, they could do some other stuff along with Des Bryant. You thinking Tate might be on the block because he's in a contract
2: year or, I mean, it, that, I kind of thought he was the number one guy in Detroit right now.
3: Uh, you, you don't think that they would ship him off because he's going to be asking too much for next year, or no? Eh, I mean, yeah, I
2: guess hypothetically he could be correct, but I think Detroit's trying to lock him up. Regardless, it would take a lot, and Belichick has shown, though, he's not afraid to make a deal if he wants a guy. So, interesting. I like it. I like oh, it. Wow. Number Thank two, you. hey, uh, Darnold's going to start in New York, isn't he?
3: Oh, yeah. Why? I mean, that, that, is that even a question now? <laughs> Who are you going to start, Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, he's, he's the starter. You're, he's going to be from day one and. The new era is upon us. I, You know, I know people are going to say, well, Josh Allen didn't play that well. But I thought uh, all the rookie quarterbacks have looked pretty could. good so far in the preseason, Chris. You know, as a matter of fact, I really wouldn't have a problem
2: with, with just about any of them getting the call right now. I know that Hugh Jackson's bringing Baker. Well, I don't slowly. think Lamar
3: Jackson, but I, I don't know if you were thinking oh, about Oh, I'm sorry. It. Yeah,
2: and then Lamar Jackson, obviously, in Baltimore will be backing up Joe Flacco. It'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with Robert Griffin III, but you're right. Uh, yeah, what are they
3: going to do with him? He looks good. I mean, there's a team going to... I'd rather take a flyer on Teddy Bridgewater than RG3, though. But I think they're going to be the two hot commodities. When Because there's teams, I'm telling
2: you what, it wouldn't surprise me to see the Raiders make a move for one of them. Their backup quarterback situation is abysmal. Seattle already tried to get Jacoby Brissett for a second round pick. Denver's a mess. I think your Dolphins are a mess at their backup quarterback position. So, I think Bridgewater and RG3 are going to be interesting guys to follow.
3: Ernie says, hey, Arnie, maybe your Dobbins will go after Chad Square and see if Chad Pennington or Chad Henney's around. I thought he was going to tell me, uh, uh, what is it, Chad Kelly? isn't uh... C.K. C.K. Yeah. C-K-7, <laughs> uh, and,
2: and then one more. Speaking of quarterbacks, Arnie, yeah. is it panic time in Philadelphia yet involving Carson Wentz? We saw Doug Peterson get a little bit short with the media. Uh, this is a calm, cool, collected guy. Uh, Nick Foles did not look good on Thursday no, horrible. night. Yeah. Really bad night for him against that Cleveland defense, but I don't know, is is it panic
3: time in Philadelphia
2: yet about the availability of Wentz early in the season?
3: I you would think it was panic time when Wentz came out and said it's going to be uh, close to see if I'm going to be ready for the first game. I'm like, "What?" Right. Which, yeah. Well, whoa, that's news to me. He said that what about 3 4 weeks ago, I believe. Um, that's the first time I've heard that. That would, if, if there wasn't panic time or a red flag before then, it should, it should have been certainly after that. Um, and I don't think he is going to start a game one. I don't know if, look, I don't know what he's doing out there in practice, but I don't think I would just throw him out there and, and, and say, hey, good luck to you. I've got to bring him along a little bit slowly, especially because you already won it last year.
2: When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's oh. what we've been waiting for oh, all yes. night
3: long. Oh yeah! Not only
2: Arnie looking at Week One of the college football season, some Final Four picks, and I don't know—are we done with the
3: preseason? Are we done with the free? We're season? done with the preseason. I'm two and one in college football. That's all that matters, and I got one, two, three, four, five, six games, uh, two upset specials, uh, and I, I got a wager with you. I'll throw it out next with Arnie and Plank Woo.
0: on a Fox
2: Sports Sunday. Arnie and Plank. Picks coming up here in a bit. It's what you've all been waiting for. Great news, though. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Fast night tonight. Big Ben's coming up next. We're merely the tailgate show. Big Ben's on the Fox Sports Fantasy Football League. We're not.
3: They asked Big Ben, and they didn't ask us? I think so. I think so. Ben Miller. Oh, that
2: makes me feel worse now. Ben 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 Miller. Maybe I was a little bit lazy. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Maybe it's Eddie. Regardless, we, we're not. Well, Thanks to uh, E Rob. Great job tonight on the. Uh, he on didn't producing do anything. He hasn't yeah,
3: spoke to me in like two months. And Bobo.
2: And, uh, DeSager on updates. All right. Um, hey, I have a couple of tweets we want to get to, but let's yeah. not waste any time. Arnie, we got to do this right. We've got a lot of picks to get to. You got five games you're looking at. You got your 14 playoff picks. You got to get out there. It's the first full week of college football. It starts on Thursday. Let's go. Let's get after it. Arnie's picks. Let's do it.
3: Give me a little music. Put me in the mood, Bobo, as we start two and one. Of course, I took Colorado State, which was a complete dog. Very upset about that. Impressed with the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Both quarterbacks had big games. Took the over and took Wyoming, so started off 2-1. and one. Uh, Stanford and San Diego State, we're going to go right to the big games here. Of course, San Diego State won last year. Stanford in for the revenge, playing at home. Uh, Love should run crazy. Uh, San Diego State, not the same team they were the last couple years. I think Stanford runs away with this, and their defense uh, shuts down San Diego State. Give me Stanford, minus the 14. Of course, I'm taking my Arizona Wildcats. Haven't spoke to Brady Paping in like five years with this Arizona-BYU rivalry going on. Arizona's a 14-point favorite. Khalil Tate, the best quarterback in the country uh, when it's going to be piling up yardage, because that's exactly what he's going to do. He was in- unstoppable last year. I mean, he was just phenomenal. BYU's not going to have an answer for him. Give me my Arizona Wildcats, minus the 14. Chip Kelly's in town. Did you hear about that, Pike? Did you know that Chip's in town? Wait. Arizona's a 14-point favorite over BYU. That's right, that's, baby.
2: Wow, that's a lot of points. Yes, Chip Kelly, the new UCLA coach, absolutely. Are, are, are you saying my
3: Arizona Wildcats are overrated?
2: Not at all. Uh, I like your Arizona Wildcats. I don't sit here and pick against your team just to try to be controversial. I like your team. I think wow. they're good this year. Wow, look at you I trying don't know to take they're, a shot at me.
3: Well, anyway, it, though, Arizona... I'm UCLA, sixteen and a half point favored against Cincinnati. Uh Chips gonna have the offense moving. The new error's upon us. I think UCLA is gonna show a strong game here. Uh they'll shut down Cincinnati. Give me the Bruins. Minus sixteen and a half. Oh, upset special number one. Don't want the three. Don't need the three. I'm gonna take the three. They're going a long way to play this game. Washington, take it on Auburn. Uh that's gonna be in Atlanta, Georgia. This is the game where the winner gets the uh I think the the inside track to being one of the four playoff teams. Um Washington has a, a, a question mark, certainly from last year, and especially defensively. Auburn is as strong as ever. I'm shocked that Washington's getting three. I thought it would be more of a pick-up game. But I think Washington wins the game. I'll go with them. That's upset, special number one. Give me Michigan, minus the one against the Irish of Notre Dame. Another great matchup to start off. Week number one, and as I told you already, plank upset, special number two, FAU! Don't want the 21, don't need the 21. I might not even take the 21. Final score, FAU 43, Oklahoma 37.
2: You like that plank? Yeah, great, Arnie. And you're going to pick him to get beat next week against UCLA.
4: Wow! Don't make me pick. if I picked Oklahoma to be
3: one of the final four teams in the playoffs, you'd be crying that I'm going to jinx them. My four teams in the playoffs, my Arizona Wildcats coming out of the Pac-12, Michigan out of the Big Ten, Alabama and Clemson will be the four teams coming this year. And if those four teams hit, I've taken a week of your vacation days away from you.
2: (laughs) Arnie, if Florida Atlantic, where you don't need the points... Beats Oklahoma. Yes, I'll never mention the Sooners again on this show. Wow, you heard that, America? But if Florida Atlantic gets smoked, you can't mention Steve Kerr ever oh. on any of your shows. You can't wow. mention him as a, as calling you. You can't mention your fake story about having beat him a horse.
3: Oh wow!
2: So I don't know. Are you up, are you up for that wager? I mean, no, you're pretty I confident about that. it. I can't do See? that. Yeah, oh I my can't. god. I, come on! You put one of your benchmark bits on the line here. I'm throwing my guys out there. Take it. You believe in the Owls? Put your Steve Kerr look, stories on the line. America, look how defensive he's
3: getting with his Oklahoma Sooners. I, you know what? If, if wait, whenever, wait, wait, no, 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 no,
2: stop, stop your spin mode here. No, no, I I'm gonna calling say, well, whenever, you. I'm making a happen? bet with you, and you're running away. I am you're duck tailing on me. Whether, yes. What would
3: ever happen if Oklahoma ever played Arizona in basketball or football? We'd be at each other's throats. No, we wouldn't because we would beat the snot out of you in football,
2: and I don't care about basketball. (laughs) Uh It's going to be a fun week, guys, because you have not only the countdown to the college football, oh. a, a decent list of games on Thursday, an awesome Saturday, but we'll have a game on Sunday night. We'll be able to recap right away. You know, I really need Oklahoma to win because I'm in for Jonas next Saturday night, and if they don't, I might get sick. I might call you to fill in from 2 to 5 a.m. Central Time. Uh But with that said, it's going to be an awesome week as we get set for not just the NFL, but Arnie, college football. I feel like this was the longest summer to actually get to the first week of college football? Am I imagining that, or has it been like the the summer of our discontent finally waiting to get to this
3: point? It's when you give me these countdowns, and that makes it long. It's like you're staring at a <laughs> clock, you know what I'm saying? And it just drags on and on and on. And
2: you're still waiting. We had a couple of good tweets that I wanted to get to. Uh, let's see. First of all, people telling me that Mac is gone, which is fine. I mean, you guys like being wrong too. Like, uh, John writes face it, plank. The Raiders will lose Mac, just like they did Charles Woodson in his prime. Yeah. They're not running. It's not the same people running the team. And then I like this. I got to have a feel good on this. Brendan hits us up and says, relax. Fellow Raider fans, Khalil Mac is not going anywhere. The sports, uh, the sports media is and has been out to make the team look stupid. Since al davis this time well i mean in all honesty arnie we did a lot of things to make ourselves look pretty stupid uh (laughs) prior prior to al davis going away so uh it should be a fun week by the way uh are you do you do anything special do you have a good luck charm for your arizona wildcats or no
3: yeah i have my arizona uh uh, lucky hat i got an arizona Ah. t-shirt and i got my favorite seat so uh but i'm on the air during the game on saturday night Oh,
2: no. Yeah. Well,
3: it'll be a fun listen with him and Aaron. And, of course, don't forget,
2: you can download the show at FoxSportsRadio.com. Uh, Fox Just check out the podcast page. Coming up next, Big Ben Maller will have a complete recap Later. of the true week one of college football next Sunday with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio.
0: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: Zumo Play.